You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. Let's spend a couple minutes playing our favorite game here on Fourth Down in the Steel City. Is this a thing? Uh, Producer Greg Finley, uh, jump on in here, my friend. There you go. Walked around, so you're right in the middle. Um, We've got a few items here. Let's start with... I, I, I just happened to see this in passing this morning. Martavis Bryant is trying out for the Cowboys. Explain this. Is this a thing? Yeah, he got he got reinstated. And, uh, you know, he was playing in a couple of different leagues before he got reinstated by the NFL. But it looks like the Cowboys are working him out. And uh, I'm going to say that this is not going to be a thing, though. I think he's been away from the NFL too long for him to just come back and be with the Dallas Cowboys but it wouldn't surprise me if this is a Jerry Jones move because he does like to make these kind of moves I mean he wanted Odell Beckham Jr. after he tore his ACL (laughs) yeah he he goes for the home runs and sometimes they are not home runs Josh is this a thing Martavis back in the league I think ultimately it won't because you're going to have to find a team that's desperate enough to need a guy like him to make that run, but they're going to have to bring him in, bring him totally up to speed and in a limited role, try to get him to, you know, do at least in a limited capacity, some of the things that might be necessary. I think it would be a thing if this was at the beginning of the season, when you had time to slowly bring him along, yeah. if he would have been reinstated, say like, Right, either right before or right after training camp, but someone can bring him in and probably can kind of you know guide him along. I think this would be a thing. I think the fact that this is happening in November, I don't think it is a thing at this point. I think I, I really do think he's a guy who still can bring something to a team, but I feel like some of these teams right now are so far along and they're so close to to knowing what they need to know. I think bringing this kind of guy in that really can't acclimate to everything you want to do might be too much of a risk. So given the timing of it all, and I I reported on this, I anchored on it on Saturday night over at KDK and talked about it. I feel like the timing of it all is what makes it not a thing. You know what this reminds me of? Reminds me of the Eagles signing Julio Jones this year. Like, why did they do that? And he only has a couple of receptions this year. And yeah, he's got four receptions this season. 
Yeah, no, Jul- he's got two receptions this season. Like, in, yeah. In Julio's case, I could understand it a little bit more because he's a little closer to, or, or you know, in in departure from his. It's been less. Yeah. It's been. I can't put words together today. It hasn't been as long since he was productive, Julio, as it has been for Martavis. I mean, it's been five years since he even set foot on an NFL right. field, Martavis. Right. Uh, but your point remains the same. It's a. It's a flyer. It's a hope. It's a wish. And no, I don't. I don't think we're going to see Martavis on an NFL field. That'd be great for him if it worked out. Uh, good luck, but I don't. I don't think it's a thing. All right, I was. I'm going to bring this one up, even though it might be opening a can of worms. Oh boy, because <laughs> I know how Greg feels about uh, it. Because we've texted about it a lot over the last few days. <laughs> I know where this is going. Harbaugh's not getting suspended, and I don't say that as like a, a hope or a wish. Because I'd love to see. I'd love to see him get suspended this weekend. In fact, can we make that happen? Huh? Ooh, Maybe, but it's I not going to happen. Everything. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, if anything happens, there will be some sort of eh, whatever you want to call it consequence handed down after the season is over yep. because they're going to want due process to play out in this case. Heather Dinich yep. made a great point about that this morning on ESPN.com. Um, they're going to let due process play out because otherwise this thing's going to end up in court, which is going to make it drag out even longer. Either way, Harbaugh's not getting suspended this year. There's not going to be any impact on the Michigan Wolverines. And unfortunately, Connor Stallions becomes a bit of a folk hero in Ann Arbor. That, I can guarantee, is a thing. Greg, I know this upsets you very much, so. (laughs) Do you see who they brought in yesterday at University of Michigan to, like, help pump them up or whatever? Oh, Ric Flair. They brought in Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey! If you're if you're gonna be accused of cheating, who better to bring in than the dirtiest player in the game, right? Right. Woo! Woo! Fits the profile. I don't know, guys. I still think I still think that something could happen here. I don't. I honestly don't think they're gonna get the death penalty, which no, uh, no. I I think that they I think that they deserve for cheating, but I know that it's not going to happen. But I do think that Harbaugh could get suspended. But I also think too. He could leave Michigan at the end of the year and yeah. go to the NFL. That's what I was going to say. You know where he's going to serve that suspension? In Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's where I am with this. I think it happening this season is not a thing. I think some form of punishment will come at the end of the year because I think Chris pointed it out. You know, Michigan has already gone Andrew Garfield in the social network, you know, <laughs> telling, um, telling what's his face, the guy that played Mark Zuckerberg to his face lawyer up because that's what Michigan already did. Oh, and they're already doing a great job of, of, of throwing other rumors out there about other big 10 teams. Yeah. This this is Andrew Garfield to Jesse Eisenberg lawyer Mm -hmm. up because I'm coming for the whole thing. And that's what Michigan's going to try to do to delay this as much as they possibly can. So they can push this down to the end of the season and the big 10, if the big 10 can say, Hey, we don't want to mess up our chances to having at least one team in the playoff at the moment. Let's see if we can keep this going and if we can get our best team in the playoff. Because if they mess this up now, the Big Ten will kick itself forever. And they don't want to be the Big 12 five years ago. They don't want to try to screw that up. Or was it like six years ago? They don't want to have that opportunity and fumble it. So I feel like it's going to be – it'll be a thing in February, March, but not a thing in November, December. And by then – It'll just so happen that maybe a job out in L.A. might open up with the Chargers. Or maybe another opportunity might open up. And Jim Harbaugh's going to say, you know what? I won't take that contract extension because I'm going to go and take this one. Although Chicago, I will say, Chris, 
I don't see that one happening because you know who the president of the Bears is? The the former president of the former commissioner of the Big Ten. Oh, didn't really like John Harbaugh. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's true. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see Kevin Warren and Jim Harbaugh probably coexisting in Chicago. I hadn't I, thought I of think, that. I think L.A. with a very capable Justin Herbert sounds very good, though. Oh man, would he gloriously screw that up? Oh, um, the Chargers are going to get rid of Brandon Staley. They beat the Jets last night, Josh. What are you talking about? They're winning Greg, again. <laughs> Greg, you know, you know my stance on Brandon Staley. I do. Know I know your stance, yeah. but I don't think I, the Chargers care. If, if, if that's the <laughs> case. They brought him back already once. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time the Chargers have done that, right? Because North Turner being there was a thing, too, and they kept saving right. North's job every other year. Yep. So yeah. it wouldn't be the first time the Chargers were okay with such a thing. But, no, to, to get back to the main part of this – I think something will come down on Michigan, but I'll be stunned if it happens before the end of the season. It'll be after the playoff is over. Maybe after Michigan has lifted a trophy or two by then, at least that's what Michigan's hoping for. And maybe by then a lot of the flies will be off and Jim Harbaugh will be gone. So I don't think it's a thing as far as this season. I got to ask, is is this a thing as far as it being bad? bad? Uh, Shams tweeting last night, Lake, <laughs> Lakers star Anthony Davis had a spasm of his groin and is attempting to see if he can return for the second half versus the Heat. <clears throat> Young Gregory is is on during this, so I'll try to keep it as clean as possible. I don't know how many spasms of the groin I've had that I didn't enjoy, to be quite honest. <laughs> is this I a thing? I think this is a thing because Anthony Davis just keeps finding new ways to get hurt. And I say that as both an NBA observer and a frustrated Laker fan. But um, I will also say this probably isn't a thing because, I mean, I'm sure you could pay for that kind of thing in L.A., but that's usually not what you do during the game. No, no, not so during I'm a gonna game. Ultimately, I'm going to ultimately lean toward this not being a thing. I just, I just pictured Deshaun Watson no. going, I know a masseuse for that. <laughs> hey, hey, if you if you if you get that going on in Houston, I know a guy or a couple. <laughs> Just saying. Greg, is this really a, a, we a, spasm, so off the rails. a spasm of no. the groin? Is this a thing? It's Anthony Davis being himself, which is a big yeah. baby. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back tomorrow. He'll be back on the floor tomorrow, being himself again. And he'll land on his leg funny and he'll be limping and he'll be off the floor again. Just talk to Doran of what he thinks about Anthony Davis. He gives the best analysis about this guy. (laughs) I believe it usually it starts and ends with, oh my God. (laughs) Greg, Greg and I talk about this so much. With me being a Laker fan, and he understates my frustration with all of it. Just, uh, I'm going to end with this. Greg knows I refer to the Lakers as Lakers as Bruno, and we don't talk about Bruno. That's probably a good idea in this case to yeah. not talk about AD's groin either. That, yes. that being right. said, though, LeBron said the Lakers are the Steelers of the NBA. Yeah. That is a thing. That's, that's what I, I I read that once. I was like, what? and then I read it a second time, and I was like, eh. it, I did the Alonzo Morning gif. I did the. Mm. He's kind of right. He's kind of right. right. You're right. You're right. He All also right. said that he's every time he bets against Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, they win. So maybe that too. All right, last thing. Josh invented something right before we came on the air. It's called chooksing yourself. 
Chooksing yourself. Is this going to become a phrase that Steelers fans use with regularity? Is this a thing, Greg? It should be. But go ahead, Greg. <laughs> of course Chooksing it's yourself. a thing. Josh, Josh has invented it. It's going to catch fire, man. Absolutely, it's a thing. Okay. I, I can't take credit for it because if Mike Tomlin hadn't said it, I doubt we even know what chooksing yourself is. But the fact <laughs> that he mentioned that, you know, Chooksakorfor said whatever he said at the end of the Jacksonville game. And Chooks even said he was acting out at the end of the Jacksonville game. And that might be the thing that Wally pips him out of the lineup for Broderick Jones. So it choosing yourself is kind of like an indirect Wally Pip thing because Wally Pip got hurt in fairness. Right, right, right. It's just, you know, apparently shot off at the mouth and got himself messed up. But I, I will say this who among us hasn't had a bad day at work where we say something crazy and get in trouble with the boss? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. We all been there <laughs> in this yeah. industry. Definitely. Yeah. So, what about- yeah. Uh, I say chooksing yourself is a thing at this point. I what about Deontay? Deontay chooksing himself about the officials and getting a oh, that was, fine. I was clear chooksing yourself. That's perfect. Definitely. Perfect example. Definitely. Deontay has already chooksed himself. There you go. Yeah. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's it's become a thing already. Uh, fourth down in the Steel City uh, Tuesday recaps of Mike Thomas press conference. Definitely a thing as this one was. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, building the game plan. It's also a thing. We'll do that later in the week to get you prepared for the X's and O's and schematics and what we think should go down Sunday at Heinz Field. I won't call it Acrisure between the Steelers and Packers. And of course, you got to make sure, oh, our hot sheet episode uh, to get you ready for all of the NFL slate this weekend too. All coming up later in the week, Greg. We had, we had a good week, as they say in draft day. We had nice. a good week. That was us this week in hot sheet. <laughs> nice. I look forward to the results in that episode. And of course, you know, if you want to get any of these episodes as soon as they're available here on the YouTube page, if you're watching, you just tap the little notification bell down there and you will get notified as soon as new videos are posted the 93.7 The Fan YouTube page, including new episodes of Fourth Down in the Steel City. And of course, if you're listening to the audio only version inside your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you follow and subscribe so that you get it the next time it's available, the latest episode. Thank you, Greg Finley, for producing. Josh Taylor for co-hosting. I am Chris Mack right here on 4th Down in the Steel City.